What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So I am an employee at a little bookstore, the kind that has a cafe connected to it. So basically, a book cafe. About five years ago, I had a bad accident, which led me to losing my vision. I was not completely blind at the beginning, though now I am as my condition worsened. I always need my guide dog with me now, which means I cannot just do any job. I have to find jobs that work with having my guide dog around and employers who are willing to have a blind person work for them. Luckily for me, the doctor who took care of me, her mom, owns a book cafe. And yes, this cafe is the exact same one where I'm working at this moment. This special cafe is a place that gives opportunities to people with disabilities like me and the owner of the cafe, the doctor's mom, is a tiny lady who is in her 70s. She is full of energy and excitement, though she is just as kind and comforting. She is the biggest reason why the last five years of my life have not been as hard as I thought they would be. I work at the cash register and even though I'm not really a cashier, I've always loved reading a lot and even though I cannot see anymore, that part of me did not change. My main job is to read stories to kids who come over from the nearby school, they sit down and I read stories to them in braille. It's a lot of fun, especially because a few of those kids have partial vision issues as well. When I'm not reading to the kids, I do other stuff too. I come up with ideas for lists that show off the best books of the week and I also choose books to put on those lists. I also give suggestions to people who are new to reading and even to those who already read a lot but want to chat about a certain kind of book or genre. And lately, I've taken up knitting as well. So now I am knitting small things that we can sell as special stuff just for our cafe. It's pretty cool to see my knitted stuff being part of what we offer here. Most of the people who come to our cafe are pretty nice, but every now and then we get some not so nice folks. There is this couple that really stands out. They look like they are in their 30s and they show up about once or twice a month. They are not loud or anything, but they are never friendly to the staff who have disabilities. It's like they don't care about being considerate, there's a cashier on our team who has Down syndrome and these rude customers always try to rush them and make them uncomfortable. And one time they even yelled at a teenager who stutters just because they were annoyed. That was the last straw and we decided to ban them from our cafe. We don't want that kind of behavior around here. Luckily, I have not had to deal with them personally until now. I've heard stories from my coworkers that they once said how I'm getting paid for doing literally nothing and just lazing around. One day I was at Target shopping with my guide dog like I always do. There were some loud voices nearby. Usually I don't pay much attention to noises, but this time the voices sounded too familiar. They were the same voices of the annoying couple from the book cafe and as they got closer I became sure it was them. 
I was not exactly scared of them, but I definitely didn't want to be anywhere near them. So I started walking away in the opposite direction, trying to get some space between me and them. I only took about three steps when I suddenly felt a hand on my shoulder and I did not even get the time to react as it pulled me back, stopping me from moving any further. I jerked back, feeling my guide dog moving between me and the couple. I could clearly hear them that they were trying to kick my guide dog away. I knew I could not stay quiet or be afraid at that moment, so with as much volume as I could muster without it being a scream, I asked them how they could touch me like that. They just laughed in response. I held onto my dog's leash tightly, hoping someone nearby would hear me. The man from the couple then claimed that they had the right to grab me since I was not paying attention to them and he warned me to stop ignoring them if I wanted to keep my job. I quickly explained that I don't actually work there and that I had not heard them calling out to me. But they scoffed at my explanation and stepped closer. That's when my dog started barking, which startled them and made them curse as they stepped back. The woman said something next, but she seemed to be talking to her partner. She snickered as she called me deaf and a liar on top of being a useless blind. I tried to back away again, but they grabbed me once more. This time though, I managed to slip out of the man's grip and I quickly walked away as fast as I could. I did not even end up buying what I had come for, I just needed to get away from that situation. I headed straight to where my friend's car was parked and when she saw me looking so anxious, she asked me what was wrong, but I just told her to drive away without explaining. After a few minutes of driving, I started to calm down and only then did I decide to tell her what had happened. She was really supportive and suggested we get some ice cream to help take my mind off things. We went to our favorite ice cream place and got out of the car to eat. We talked for about 30 minutes, enjoying our dessert and the conversation. However, when we got up to leave, out of nowhere, someone grabbed me by my collar and then slapped me hard across the face. I was so shocked that I froze. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, swear I was bent over with my head on my cheek. I heard my friend's voice shouting and the sounds of people rushing to help us. But in that moment my focus was on the familiar voices of that couple screaming at me. They were accusing me of leaving my work shift to go on a date with my BITCH. It was also overwhelming that I struggled to make sense of what was happening. The voices around me started to blend together as people spoke over each other. I felt my friend's hand gripping mine guiding me back into the ice cream parlor where it was quieter and she quickly called the police and outside the people who had gathered prevented the couple from leaving the place. Those 20 minutes waiting for the police to arrive felt like an eternity, the noise and commotion from outside made me feel trapped, almost claustrophobic. When the police finally arrived they handcuffed the couple and then came to us to take our statements. My friend did most of the talking, recounting what had happened and the police talked to other witnesses as well. Eventually, they asked me if I wanted to press charges. It turns out this couple had multiple charges on them already and when I agreed to press my own charges, the police assured me that they would likely be sent to jail for a long time. As the police were taking the couple into custody, they did not stop their shouting. 
They kept accusing me, saying that I had set them up and claiming that they were only trying to make sure an employee did their job right, as if that could justify stalking that employee in their car and then slapping him. The couple also tried to flip the story and say how I was pretending to be blind to get out of the situation and that my dog attacked them previously. But their words were just empty and hollow, anyone around could see that they were making excuses and their shouting had no effect on anyone. I was just relieved to know that they were gonna be behind bars for a while because it meant that they wouldn't be able to harass people like me anymore. And yeah, ripe stars, let's hope that entitled couple does not get out of jail for a long time. Honestly, these people don't belong in public. Anyway, if you enjoyed the story, please don't forget to subscribe to the channel if you haven't already and maybe even like the video because that would help me tremendously. The next one is a sushi revenge story. So there was a really good sushi place that was pretty close to my house, like a 15 minute walk, unfortunately they had to close up. I don't know why, they had plenty of business. They were then replaced by another sushi place owned by a Japanese family, which becomes important later. I swear, these people were like the most entitled jerks I've ever seen for a long while. They refused service to people who were black. Onward to my story, me and my friends went over there to get sushi. At this point, they had not treated me badly yet, so I thought I was just fine to eat there. Lo and behold, the waitress who was the daughter of the owner goes about being a witch by insulting everything about us. The only catch is she does it in Japanese and she seemed to hate our guts for no particular reason. My revenge, I've been learning to speak Japanese for about a year at this point and I could hold a fairly nuanced conversation. So when she comes back, I wait until she goes through her list of colorful insults and then I ask quite politely in Japanese if she's more comfortable speaking in Japanese. Honestly, her face fell the moment I start speaking in Japanese, like if slowly it dawned on her that I understood everything she has said. Following this, she became the most polite little angel. It was hilarious. I'm sure I changed nothing though. And the next one is a workplace-related revenge. Previous boss walked into the office where I was the team leader over three engineers. So I was out at the time, but I heard this from the victim. The boss was angry about a mistake one of my guys made on an architectural plot. Not a mistake, but a failure to use telepathy. Boss got so angry that while standing behind the seated engineer, he punched a guy in the side of the head. As if immediately realizing what he did was wrong, he said, fix it, and then left for the day. I got back to the office soon after and they told me what happened. We made a pact that if he ever put hands on one of us we would all stand up and put him down, heart and back each other up. Well, it never came to that. After approaching upper management and HR, I got the runaround on reporting the incident. They all basically said if it was that bad then report it to the police but he is too high in the political structure to fire him for this. Unhappy with that answer and with my guy unwilling to involve the police was set a plan into action. We invited his boss, the district manager, to see the progress we had made on a day when the boss was not around. During this, I asked the DM to have skip level one-on-ones with my guys saying that it would be good for morale. He agreed and each one of my guys opened with, the biggest concern I have is that boss man punched Tony a couple months ago and HR told us they couldn't do anything about it. How can you ensure my safety? I got called in and gave my story, but had to say that I was not there. I had tried to report it up through the proper channels and failed. I was told it was political suicide for my entire team if I was to push it. District manager didn't buy into the political BS, he made things happen, we agreed that my guys should not be in fear of a physical attack. 
I also had DMs backing in case of political fallout and he was a personal friend of the CEO, so that was good enough protection. Bossman was walked and trespassed, boom, headshot, don't hit my guys. And the next one is a grandma revenge story. This story is dedicated to the memory of my mom and to my dad and brother, who together showed me the true meaning of strength, character and loyalty. My brother and I live with my mom on the top floor of the apartment. Grandma lives on the bottom and my mom is diagnosed with aggressive brain cancer. My grandma becomes the devil incarnate. She knew she has life estate in the property if my mom passes away. This means she can still live there until she dies but cannot sell that right in the property to anyone. We are not rich by any means, but my mom leaves her 100k too for the upkeep. It's not enough, the life estate is worthless to her and she does not want to live there. She wants the money from selling the house and for the time that my mom was dying, my grandma made her passing an absolute misery. Five weeks before my mom passed, we tried to stage a family intervention for my grandma to ask her to please stop berating my mom over monetary matters. My mom invited a social worker, that poor guy tried seven times to get her off the topic of money, to think about family and coming together. She consistently turned the topic to how she was always my mother's milking cow and the way she said it, good god. The sing-song passive-aggressive victimized voice she adopted, the drawn-out sighs made the people who heard it physically ill. My gorge rises as I write. The social worker told me privately that it was hopeless and that he was truly sorry. You could tell he meant it sincerely. She then starts to send out emails to all our mutual friends and family, saying my brother and I were spoiled, abusive, don't deserve an inheritance, and attached some 200 receipts for household items that she had gifted to my mom. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And wanted back now. Some people even believed her. Others were just so weirded out by being dragged into such a private dispute that they vowed to remain neutral, keep their distance and slowly cut off contact. We lost a lot of our social network, my mom was impressionable and childlike due to the brain cancer and four weeks before she passed my brother calls to tell me that my grandma is trying to sneak a lawyer into our apartment. She wanted my mom to change her will to exclude us. After racing home we had a shouting match in our apartment and told her to go back to hers. The lawyer at least had the good sense to F off. Then she falsely accused my brother and me of elderly abuse. She said we barged into her apartment and pushed her around and threatened her. This did not happen not even a little. Three weeks away. Get interviewed by police. Such a joy. The day we moved my mom into the hospice was the day my dear granny decided to change the locks to our apartment. It took us six months in court to get our possessions back. Luckily, we had some place else to live and we find out later that before any of this she had secretly sold off an apartment of my mom's in the old country and illegally pocketed the 16k. So now onto the revenge. The revenge was simple, we waited until she sued the estate. The revenge was final, telling her that the executor of the estate, me but not me, was the only person who could buy out her life estate in the property and was bound to negotiate in good faith. She did not know that, it was telling her that her life estate was valued at over 300k. 
that it was everything she ever wanted. She didn't know that either. It was informing her that all she ever needed to do was ask for cash in lieu of the life estate. That I could not refuse such a request as an executor, she had no clue and finally it was telling her that thanks to her actions she would never see a red cent of it. She tied up the estate with her own vexatious lawsuits and unlawful garnishment. To put it mildly, it would be most improper to settle any estate with such outstanding disputes. My brother and I are young, we can wait, she is old, she can go to hell. So I explained to her that every year that goes by, the value of her life estate loses about 12 grand. She did not seem to like that at all, remembering it's giving me a semi. It's been four years, I tell you, there's nothing more satisfying and rare than seeing a sociopath realize how much hubris and deceit has hurt their own self-interest. For all the feigned motions, the desperation then is truly authentic and need I say, gratifying. Of course she squeals, but it's not too late. The appropriate response then is to laugh openly in her face. So I did, I really couldn't stop and unlike hers, my tears were authentic. Last I hear, she is suing her previous lawyer for misleading her. He dropped her case when we pointed out that she had forged her banking statements in her submitted evidence. She did it to hide that my mom had years earlier lawfully bought her share in the ownership of the house. Another law firm has picked her up, but her lawyer has delayed actions for many months now. Irritatingly, it still lingers over our heads, but we plan to motion for dismissal at cost. We think she moved back to the old country because it's cheaper to live there, leaving behind 400 K and any hope of a settlement. When I hear of her death, I'll make sure the funeral is open casket. The casket will be made of compressed particle board. We will put her in a hole. I will then tell the gravekeeper that we will save him his work and establish an outhouse over the site. And everyone on planet Earth of all creeds and colors will participate in crapping down her throat as I was fortunate enough to do when she was still living. It will be like the world without lawyers seen from Simpsons. And here, ripe stars, damn, what an ending. Let me know what you think about this story. Do you think OP went too far or did the grandma get exactly what she deserved? I'm very curious about what you have to say about this story. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.